Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored, all-volunteer-powered rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Kellner Brown and Stuart Lauer. They're two of the brains behind Tucson's newest bar, Juniper. The gin-focused spot opened up last week and uh, was welcomed by a lot of folks in downtown. And we're going to get a behind-the-scenes peek at how this concoction came to be. Today is September 10th, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. And we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. We're also available on your iPhone or Android with our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And if you want to interact with us directly on the show, Facebook and Instagram seem to be the best way to do that. And uh, if you want information on the show, book, past episodes, or to contact us, you can head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org. And, of course, we invite you to listen to our podcast and all kinds of platforms out there, most of the ones where you're going to find your, your uh, other podcasts like Spotify, iTunes, um, and even asking your smart speaker to play Life Along the uh, Streetcar podcast. Well, tomorrow we know is the anniversary. It's the September 11th uh, anniversary. There are several events around town, and in downtown we always have the Tower Challenge. Uh, it was held at the University of Arizona for a while. And now it's being held at the Tucson Convention Center. And it's an opportunity to uh, uh, run the number of stairs that, the, uh, that are in the towers and celebrate the first responders who did that um, so heroically. Now, the registration might be closed. You can head over to their website, 911towerchallengefoundation.org. If uh, they have spots available, they'll let you register. But I know they cap it and usually fills up before this. But you can always check that out and see if there's any spots available. And if you did register, remember it starts at 7, it's at the convention center, and you want to give yourself a little time for parking. Uh, they do have a, uh, a registration option if you just want to go and support uh, one of the registered participants, even if you're not yourself going to be uh, doing the stairs. And you can do that through their website. There's a non-participant attendee. It's a free registration. Um, it does. You do have to match it to... Uh, someone who is participating. So you can't just go and watch. You've got to watch and support an individual. So make sure you've got their their name and everything when you uh, uh, when you uh, register for that. And while you're there, uh, after the uh, challenge or maybe before, do a little reflection. Walk around the the plaza there, the Alva Bustamante Torres Plaza. Um, it's beautifully renovated. There's water flowing. Uh, very calm and serene in the morning. So check it out. And something else you might want to check out soon is the newest bar in Tucson. It's called Juniper. It's got a gin-focused menu, although it's got quite a few other selections. And it came from the uh, the brainchild of the Iron Johns team over there. And we had a chance to talk with Stuart Lauer, one of the owners, and Kellner Brown, a consultant that helped put this together and kind of get the inside scoop on how this uh, establishment came to be. So we are joined today by Stuart Lauer, one of the co-owners of Iron John's, Monkey Burger, soon to be Juniper, and probably a handful of others in there too. And then uh, we also have Kellner Brown, who is a uh, consultant helping with the opening of uh, the Juniper 
Gin Focused Bar. Uh, welcome to the show, gentlemen. Great to be with Thanks you. Thanks for having us. So, Stuart, Iron John's has so many different sort of arms that's in our community now. Can you kind of give us a little background of, of this brewery and all the things that you guys are doing? Yeah, so uh, Iron John's and um, Monkey Burger came together in early 2020, um, right before everything went a little crazy with the pandemic. And uh, we chose to try and bring, you know, the burger concept I had with Monkey Burger and the great beer that Iron John's had to create something new and uh, have it all just go underneath Iron John's, you know, kind of umbrella. And in doing that, we've ended up with, you know, a couple different projects, remodels. So yeah, our, our old Monkey Burger location on uh, Broadway and Craycroft is going to be opening hopefully in the next few months. That will be, you know, uh, beer-based, but we'll also have drinks. And then we're doing a, a full pizza lineup and also some of the great burgers that, that we had before at Monkey Burger. I, I saw I saw on the uh, on Facebook as I was looking doing a little research there were some people clamoring for some of those burgers to come back so uh, I'm glad to hear that they're, they're some of them will make a reappearance on the menu yeah and some that won't make a reappearance we're definitely going to be running as specials for the first little while you know trying to you know obviously attract back a lot of the regulars that we had and followers we had from before so in addition to that you've got the tap room uh, on 18th which is a, a a pretty huge facility you're still operating out of there correct. Yes, yes, that's operating just as a beer tap room right now. Our goal is to turn that into our full brewery operation and um, into a restaurant there as well, hopefully sometime middle of next year. Good heavens. So it's, <laughs> if you guys don't rest much over there, you're always rebuilding something. And, uh, you just always seem to get more than one project going at once. It, well, I was going to so. say, so we're talking about Monkey Burger, uh, that concept reopening in a couple of months, but. Um, you know, as we air this, we are a day or two away from the grand opening of uh, the Juniper Bar, which is um, a former tap room that Iron John's had that they've converted. So this obviously it's airing a few weeks later. But um, how do you stay sane if you're remodeling like all these different businesses? Um, I think we kind of just get ourselves into it and then just go from there. You know, ask you know, kind of ask the questions later. Um, I think the team that we have at Iron John's really does enjoy the project side of things, but we definitely look forward to being operational and uh, having, you know, getting back to what you call the normal day to day of, you know, operating a restaurant brewery and, you know, and we're really looking forward to the awesome beverage program that Kellner's put together for us over at Juniper and how exciting that is for our portfolio as well. Well, Stuart, there's the segue for me. I was going to transition into this because really want to, talk about this it's on uh uh the the tap room that's on congress in between fifth and sixth uh it, it was clo- it closed as uh, iron john's earlier in august and uh is reopening uh september one as juniper and, and kellner you're the you're the brains behind these fabulous drinks i'm seeing on uh on on facebook that's that's nice of you to say i don't know if i'm the brains behind it but i am uh, i am doing it yeah we <laughs> We really wanted to take advantage of what we saw as a nice opportunity in the Tucson market to do something that was gin-focused. Tucson has seen so many different amazing places choose a specific focus in the last five or six years, and nobody had done gin yet. So that's what we decided would be our niche for the ton- for the Congress taproom. And I understand it's gin focused, but not gin exclusive, right? You're you're offering you're still going to have the Iron John's beer and things on tap. We'll have yes. the Iron John's beer on tap, and we'll also have 
full bar capacity to to produce any classic cocktail with any spirit. But okay. They're the major focus on gin. And and so tell me about the gin it, itself. Are you using um, you bringing in all these different gins that we don't normally see in Tucson? So we have a gin portfolio right now that is composed of more than 50 different gins from 16 different countries. So it's certainly the largest gin portfolio in Arizona that I know of. Wow. And we worked very closely with several different distributors to put that portfolio together to find interesting bottles and certainly tasted our fair share of gin to put that together. For sure. Are you, is gin your background or are you overall like a, a cocktail expert in, in, in crafting different cocktails or is gin kind of like a driving force for you? Cocktail bars broadly are my background, but gin has been something that I've been really interested in in the last few years because I found a trend traveling outside of the United States uh, a, a, a gin tonic trend, lots of gin tonic focused bars. And the tradition there is focused on that, that Copa Ballon glass. It's like a big, giant Merlot shaped, almost looks like a wine glass, but a photo doesn't do it justice. It's almost a 30 ounce capacity in that bowl. And what that allows you to do is it allows you to add all sorts of fresh and dried botanicals to a gin tonic that takes that gin tonic from an everyday experience that you might be used to in a normal bar that you would go to anywhere to something that's a real broad uh, and varied experience that can can include all kinds of fresh ingredients that you would usually find in a high-class cocktail bar, but repurposed specifically to the gin tonic. And that's just something that I hadn't seen come this way yet. And so that is another thing that we decided to make the primary focus of this bar. It's big, it's fresh, it's beautiful, it's a great aromatic experience as well as a tasting experience. And you get to have that enormous Copa Ballon glass in your hand. And, and how, how did this all come together? Are you connected... Um, and, and wanted to do this, or did you approach Iron John's or Iron John seek you out? How did this relationship come to be? I can answer that one a little bit. Um, we both, uh, one of my best friends is a really good close friend of Kellner, and uh, Kellner and I have been friends for probably eight or nine years, and um, I was uh, looking to make that transition at um, Congress to adding in a cocktail program and I reached out to my good buddy, Danielle, and he was, uh, you know, he first person he picked up the phone to call was Kellner. We had to sit down and um, and the next thing you know, he was, you know, his eyes lit up about the, the GMT thing you see all over Europe and the goblets. And it really like I was like, well, I think you're on to something. So we basically went back to the rest of the partners and um you know, I kind of pitched it to him what I heard, and I was excited about it. And I think everybody was pretty sold on it. It was, you know, it took us a while to get in gear to try and make the transition. Obviously, we had to get a new license and do some different stuff. But um, I think the f- friendship and the relationships that Kellner and I already shared made it easy to transition to a working thing where we had, you know, a common interest in 
what we were trying to, you know, how we were trying to move forward with the Congress location to put his vision there and to, you know, to have, you know, everything kind of come together. Man, I love stories like this. They're, they're just, it's just like fate. Like this is supposed to be here. You have someone out traveling the world looking for a place to bring a, a special set of cocktails. And then you've got a place in Tucson going, we need something different. And, and a, a mutual friend brings you together. And it, it sounds like a perfect pairing for, uh, for what we need in downtown. It's been a great experience being able to put it together. And they have a great team. They're very much a, once the curtain goes up, the show is on type of mentality and that's the environment that I like to work in. You're here, you're, you're, you've helped establish this, this concept. Are you, um, are, are you going to be here for a, a while or, or is, you have other projects lined up and you're kind of getting us going and then moving on? So the next thing on deck is to do a wine and vermouth cocktail program at the Iron John's, the additional Iron John's locations. So as soon as Juniper is up and running, then we're going to move right on to the next two and we'll do pizza pairings and all kinds of great stuff that will carry over some of the things that we've done for Juniper, but we're going to do some fresh new things in those locations as well, which I'm excited about. So you'll be in Tucson for a bit here, kind of kind of making all this happen. Well, I'll be here for the foreseeable future. Oh, um, I'm, 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 back to, I'm back to living here full time now. <laughs> okay. Are you from Tucson originally? Originally from Tucson, yes. Oh, okay. I UVA I... And, um, I've had the opportunity to work uh, with opening some other bars in town, uh, which has also been great. Yeah, I, I love what's been going on here the last couple of years, and I'm right where I want to be. Well, I hope you are right where you want to be listening to this radio show on Downtown Radio. This is uh, Life Along the Streetcar. We're talking to Stuart Lauer, co-owner of uh, Juniper, Iron Johns, and a few other places here in town and Kellner Brown, a consultant to help them come up with a concept of uh, Juniper, the gin focused bar in downtown. We uh, are going to finish up that interview in just a moment, but I do want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. I don't know if any of you were at the Tucson Gallery on Friday the 8th. It was a fun event with Lori Kay uh, debuting a new piece of hers uh, focused on the Sonoran hot dog. Uh, so uh, uh, keep an eye if you uh, are interested on the Tucson Gallery's website for other Meet the Artist events. It's the, the, uh, the TucsonGallery.com. Well, let's finish up our interview here with Kellner Brown and Stuart Lauer. They are two of the brains behind Juniper, Tucson's uh, newest bar with a gin focus. And uh, we are uh, going to get a little bit more about Kellner's vision here and, and how he really sort of uh, came to uh, want to put this spot here in downtown. Like when, when did these travels take you across Europe to, to experience this uh, gin tonic revolution? But it, but so it has been a few years and it was just amazing to me that it, it still hadn't really happened. 
uh, on this side. I'm a gin fan, but I'm not like a gin aficionado, and I'm I'm excited. I mean, if you have 50 different kinds of gin uh, with that sort of portfolio, like what the the elements that make up a different different style of gin? Oh, there are so many different tasting profiles and botanicals that go into that go into all all different varieties of gin. One of the other things that we've done to help some of our clientele really appreciate the depth of the portfolio and the flavor profiles that you'll find in any given gin is we've designed this large wheel. It's a, it's a gin tasting wheel. It's going to be about five feet in diameter sitting in a prominent place above the bar. And as you're sitting there enjoying a drink, drinking, uh, you know, drinking a gin tonic or, or enjoying one of our other classic gin cocktails, you can take a look at this wheel and it'll help guide you through florals, herbs, spices, nuts, citrus, fruits, and it'll help you identify is that thing that you taste, do you feel like there's rose in there? Is it wattle seed? Is it lemon myrtle, um, coriander, or all kinds of things? And there's a lot of different there's a lot of different herbs and, and fruits that go into gin that are that are things that we don't find in a lot of other items that we regular encounter reg- regularly encounter we you might you know there might be there might be gooseberry or bergamot or uh, beach plum or fennel we have a tomato gin that is excellent but this wheel is really going to bring out how complex some of these products are and it's going to give the client a way to feel more connected and, and really appreciate the experience that they're having as they sip their drink so you're you're talking about from the moment uh, the gin is created, like these different profiles, they, they steep over time. And then once they get into uh, your hands and juniper, the cocktails themselves now with, with these, these goblet-like glasses, and you're adding even more flavors and botanicals into, into the G&Ts. Yes. And one of the things that we have done is we've taken the time to prepare some in-house syrups that we add a tiny little bit of to the tonic that we use to complement the specific gin profile in each different G&T. And then we're pairing that with dried botanicals and fruits and fresh fruits and herbs that are also specifically selected to complement that particular, that particular menu item. Wow. So everything that we do has been, has been thought out and, and paired and definitely, definitely tested over and over and over again. How long is this? How long has this been on your in your mind, like in your brain? Like I know you've been thinking about it for years, but as it started to come together as a menu, like what what was the like? Did you just like have these aha moments? Like what if we did this and this, and and then how did that kind of go? One of the nice things about this process is that we actually I got started on my part of it last November, and got started in earnest. Uh, took advantage of a great partnership with the distributing company RNDC, who provided uh, staff with incredible knowledge. Nikki over at RNDC is the person to go to uh, as a partner to work on crafting cocktails and selecting ingredients. What is RNDC? Remember, and then we had a then we had a little bit of a delay, and so by the time I came back to it, a lot of those ideas had settled, and there was room to add some new things to it as well, and it all just kind of clicked. And so in RNDC, I'm not familiar with that acronym. What, what is that a, a local beverage company? 
Uh, RNDC is a national distributor okay. of wine and spirits. Okay. And they have a local office here uh, with a facility that is uh, open to local bartenders to come and uh, demo ingredients and play with cocktails and get a lot of other expert opinion on what they're putting together. They, they have a great service over there to help you make sure that you're putting together exactly the portfolio that you want. Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. So it's, it's like a working lab in essence and you get the hands-on experience and you get the expertise right there to kind of help guide you. Yes, it's, it's, it's a lot of different letters, but it's the R&D bar at RNDC. <laughs> that is fantastic. You must have been like a kid in a candy store with all of these things in front of you and like putting them together. And I can only imagine the excitement as you were discovering some flavors that you maybe never really had before. Absolutely, without a doubt. It's a great resource. Uh, and Stuart, tell us a little about the uh, the operations of this. So it's it's a it's a bar. Uh, is it is it a restaurant as well? No, no, we we don't have the the square footage here um, to add any sort of uh, hood or you know food program. Um, so I think that's what's great about what Kellner's done is I think the fresh ingredients kind of give it that that not a meal type feel, but it it you know it definitely has you know. I don't know, more to it than just a standard, you know, gin and tonic you'd find. And in doing so, you know, kind of gives it, I think it's going to, this is definitely going to stand on its own without a food element. I think it's going to be a unique experience to come in and try, you know, some wonderful creations. Yeah, I would imagine you're going to be there for a while, sort of getting a sense of these flavors and, and how they how they come together. It's a lot of more, not just going in and grabbing a, a shot or, or something or, you know, you'll, you'll have a, an experience when you go in there. No, I definitely think it's, you know, it's a, um, I'm from a performance art background. I think, uh, Kellner watching him make drinks and training the staff, it's a performance art as well. Um, it's really a, you know, a great show and it's uh, pretty incredible how it all comes together. It's, it's not that fast sling a drink type experience. It's, you know, you're getting to watch something be built right in front of you that I think, you know, as it takes form, it really is amazing. And I think all the drinks that I've tried, as they sit there, they even the flavor profile has changed because of having the, you know, the fresh juniper in there and different ingredients mm. is really, you know, they they really keep changing as you're sipping on them. So it's pretty awesome. And I saw, uh, I think it was on Facebook, but it, you have Facebook and Instagram for juniper, correct? Yes. Uh, so, and is it just juniper? Is it, is it one of them is juniper bar? On on Instagram, we used bar juniper, okay. um, uh, just because we were trying having a hard time finding you know a handle for that one. Uh, and I, if you're listening to this and you haven't had a chance yet uh, to to attend since they opened on the first, you've got to check out these pictures because these drinks are you said performance art, but these drinks are just absolutely beautiful. They're, they're coloring and 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 they're just uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but they're they're like multicolored and multifaceted. They're not they're not just like a single color. Um, there's just a lot of things happening within that glass. Yeah, and in the big glass, like Kellner was talking about earlier, almost the 30 ounces, it, the old wide mouth on it, it really, it's inviting to want to smell everything and put your face basically in it to get that full experience. It's a, it's definitely different than anything I've seen anywhere. You get the experience of a meal in the glass without having to eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. A very enjoyable meal. I like that. Well, it's called Juniper. It's a gin-focused bar. It's on Congress between uh, Fifth Avenue and Sixth Avenue, across from the 
the Ronstadt Center there, and um, you've known it as Iron John's for a while. Now it's Juniper, and uh, we've had uh, Kellner Brown, the the cocktail expert, and Stuart Lauer, one of the owners. Uh, gentlemen, I know by the time this airs, everything will be uh, up and running, but right now you are a couple days from opening, and I really appreciate both of you taking time to uh, set aside and, and chat with us today. We appreciate you having us on. Yeah, our pleasure. Please come in and see us. Well, I did go in and see them, and it was uh, quite the experience. I enjoyed my beverage, and the, the place was quite quite busy, and I thought given the size of the crowd, they got to uh, the drinks pretty quickly there because it does take some time to put these things together. Uh, we also interviewed uh, Elise Lauer a couple years ago as a the brewer for Iron John. So if you want to check out that interview, you just head over to our website there, lifelongstreetcar.org, and put in uh, Elise Lauer and, uh, you'll, or Iron John's, and you'll pull that up. Well, my name is Tom Heath. You're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming at downtownradio.org. Support for Downtown Radio is provided by the Tucson Gallery, located in downtown Tucson inside of the proper shops at 300 East Congress Street. The Tucson Gallery offers original work, reproductions, and merchandise from Tucson artists like Joe Padgett, Jessica Gonzalez, Ignacio Garcia, and many more. For information about all the artists, including when they will be live at the gallery, head to the TucsonGallery.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook as Tucson Gallery. Well, and thank you again to Kellner Brown, Stuart Lauer, for talking to us about Juniper, the new bar here in Tucson with that gin-focused menu. And uh, as a reminder, if you want to share any of those hidden gems that we should be talking about, uh, best way is to hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. You can also email us, contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. There's a contact button on our website. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. And stick around. Ted Prozelski is coming up with words and work in just a few minutes. And then it's Ty Logan at the top of the hour with Heavy Mental. Well, I want to thank Ryan Hood, as we do every week, for allowing us to play Dillinger Days as our opening theme song. And we're going to leave you with an Austrian uh, musician named Parov Steller. And it's from an album called The Demon Diaries. And since we were talking about Juniper today, we thought we'd leave you with the song Gin Tonic. It's got a little swing beat to it. My name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a great week. And please do tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. <laughs>